When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I gotta open with an apology. Oh, shit. Last episode, I made a merch promise that we would never put the Confederate flag on our merch. Yeah, we gotta walk that back. And we gotta walk it back. (laughs) Just one week later, we did let out the Stand By Your Band Rebel Romper. And uh, it looks good, but yeah, yeah, it broke it the promise. Really, really good, but it was a promise that had to be broken. <laughs> it's funny that you uh, you said that, and I, I went to go look up what, where this fucking shirt was. Okay, here we go, funapparel.com. We do have merch, by the way. It does not have the Confederate flag on it. I mean, maybe you can print that on there yourself. <laughs> Please don't. Somebody did tweet at us that they were going to <laughs> they were going to get one uh, with a Confederate flag. Oh my god! It should be noted that was uh, with uh, our guest TJ. I feel it was that his idea. I can't remember now. No, it was my idea, but That's he left, right. so it was okay. <laughs> so he is complicit. <laughs> uh, our merch is at funapparel.com and then uh, just search Tom Takar with that, and you will find a Wolf of Dog Street shirt. Uh, and two Stand By Your Band uh, logos. One is the Jeffrey Tice poster logo, and one is, of course, our buddy Trey Brown made us a really cool cassette logo that has never been seen until now. Uh, <laughs> yep. Exciting stuff. Um, Speaking of merch, we got someone wearing a NoFX shirt right now. That's Andy right. Fiore's here. Andy Fiore's here. How are you, Andy? Good. Thanks for having me, Toms. Hey, nice anytime. to be here. Good to good see to, you, fellas. Good yeah. to see you, man. Thought um, I'd stay on brand for today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I I thought we would see you because so uh, the guest beat both of us here uh, today, which is funny because it's at my apartment <laughs> <laughs> and we were across the street playing basketball. Yes. Tommy caught me in a vulnerable moment, <laughs> laughing at a child who had fallen. <laughs> Tom, Tom, I walked up. Tom and I were just going to shoot around for a little bit before the show, and I woke up and he's in a full-on game. With three, I'm going to say eight-year-olds? Yeah, they were children. They were small children. <laughs> Two of them not wearing shoes. Yeah. I, and I begged Jesus. them to put on shoes, man. These kids approached me. Uh, they were street toughs. They said, <laughs> uh, this often happens when I play on the court uh, outside my house, which is fun. It's the, These kids are very like sweet, uh, but they're like... Uh, they asked if I wanted to play two on two with them, and I was like, "I'm waiting for somebody." And then I was like, "Oh, well, who cares? I'll just play. I'll play with you for a little bit." And then uh, it was very fun. They uh, they gave me this kid. He's he was slightly younger. I want to say he's the kid. He sometimes works at the bodega that's by me that I go to a lot. I like have talked to all their family. It's like it's like a whole family of. Uh, 
that runs this bodega and they're very sweet people. They gave me, uh, they famously uh, watched my Comedy Central half hour and gave me a quarter off of my coffee. Wait, I don't think <laughs> I ever do that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, they they were like, hey, hold that quarter, brother. We liked this. <laughs> a quarter? Yeah, it was That's one incredible. quarter. But a uh, very nice family. But they, they gave me this kid and he, I didn't notice until about 10 minutes of playing with these kids the two of them were not wearing shoes. They were wearing socks. And That's th- bananas. This, this cord has like glass all over it and shit. And I was like, dude, you got to put some shoes on, little yeah, man. It's a high and risk. Uh, he was like, it's me- the shoes mess with my shot. And <laughs> you have to understand his jump shot was him hurling the ball from his waist and never making getting anywhere close to the rim. Completely barefoot. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> well, he was wearing socks, but then he took them off because they uh, got so holy that yeah. uh, they were hurting his feet. And uh, you're not then, a place kicker from the seventies. <laughs> like uh, they were very sweet. I, I like to think I'm like a fun uh, role model for the kids <laughs> on these streets. I'm like the a fun uncle here. But uh, I was trying to convince this kid to wear shoes, and he didn't. And then uh, <laughs> and then he like fell. I Tommy Tom, happened to walk up and catch me because <laughs> every time they did anything, it was so they were they were just very funny kids. Like they were they were yelling at each other, but not like angrily uh, about the rules and stuff. It was very silly. But, so <laughs> one of them just fell. Oh, oh, what happened was I was playing defense on this kid, and I was obviously not playing real defense. Yeah. But I just stepped a little bit towards him, and he just f- he, he was dribbling, and he just fully <laughs> fell backwards. I was like, I crossed you up on defense, and I was laughing at him, and Tommy caught me laughing. What would have been funny is if I was pointing at him and laughing. Uh, I really but, would. Totally. Yeah. I am going to tweet that picture from the standby your band account, <laughs> so you'll know <laughs> what this looks like. This is very funny. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Um, but it's, uh, it's, I, I want to apologize really quickly to the listeners. I... Mint, the episodes were supposed to upload much earlier than they did last week, but I was in uh, a little town in Mexico in this hotel that like the Wi-Fi was crawling, and it would it told me that things were like published, and then people were like, "Hey, it's not doing anything." So I put them back up. I think I think we're all good now. But nice. Get on. Uh, thanks to the, uh, there was somebody on the Patreon who hit me up and was like, "Hey, it's not working." So thank you. Uh, to whoever that was, I want to find their name, but uh, I'll do that momentarily. It's a very apologetic podcast already. Yeah, yes. yeah, we I gotta uh, say, oh, which is wow. nice, not very refreshing, punk, not very punk rock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Michael Gazy, thank you, Michael. He also said, Phil Oh, Gazy, yeah. his brother, he's, yeah, um, <laughs> he's the Who's one who said, I appreciate the ad free posts of the free show. Uh, which, yeah, if you're on the Patreon, you get ad free of uh, the main feed show. And bonus episodes. And uh, he said, I will buy a shirt, dot, 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 with a Confederate flag, of course. Uh, Man, I've been that. listening to the ad non free version of cereal lately. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> it is uh, very boring. <laughs> it's all, wait, what was the, the other guy's name? In, I can't remember. Oh, fuck, it's been too long. All um, right, well, it's just Sarah Koenig just <laughs> going about her day. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's. Should we get into the yeah, show? Yeah. Well, I want to talk in. about Andy. Yes. Who I I never knew what kind of music he liked, but then we ran into each other. Yeah. At, uh, the great <laughs> comedian event of the century, <laughs> yeah. the Hold Steady show at Brooklyn. The Bowl. Hold Steady slash comedy festival. <laughs> there was literally at Brooklyn Bowl. I think twenty comics were there. Yeah, one, I think we took show. a picture, and there was still even like a there was huge like, group, and there was also already people missing from that. Yeah, photo. it's <laughs> crazy. Um, but that was such a great show. Are you big? Is Hold Steady one of your top bands? You yeah, seem like you knew every word. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get into it. I'm a very active concert goer. Yeah. I move around and I sing along 
hopefully not to the bother of others, but <laughs> they're probably my favorite band to see live right now. Them and Ween are honestly my Did you see two. them when they were here? I saw them at the Capitol Theater a couple of weeks ago, and they're just so good live because they're such a silly band on record. And then like you forget how heavy and like mm. really rock and roll they are live. We so I'd do, say they're um, my two favorites. Them on the show sometime, just so I have an excuse to get into them because I never have tried before. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I heard those shows. Oh, yeah, great. maybe next time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, I yeah. should have thought of that one. Now that I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously we do. We do appreciation episodes too if, about being. I think Ween f- yeah. perfectly fits in. Totally. Where, like I don't know enough about them, uh, and if people, it seems like they have a pretty dedicated. Fan base. Is that who you went with Gondelman to see, or is that that no, was no? I still hold to with him. I've seen Pup with him. Pup is what Pup I was thinking of. Rules. That I'm was such what a I was pup. Do you like Pup? I don't know them at all. Oh my god, man! I think if you if you like this kind of stuff, you would love Pup. Great. This Canadian band. P-U-P. They're really good. P-U-P. Just P-U-P. 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 Yeah. All right. You done with P-U-P? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but have you seen uh have you seen this band we're talking about today? No effects. I saw them once in 1996 oh, at shit. the Warped tour in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. It's like War- No Effects, Pennywise, Mighty Mighty Boston's, R.I.P. Yeah, wow. recent recent R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, it was a whole bill. Yeah, it was just like right in the smack dab of like the punk revival era. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Ninety six to think Tommy's girlfriend was still ten years <laughs> from yeah. being born. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> way ahead That's of the 06 a... class. <laughs> oh, How were they? Because I a lot of I mean a lot of the comments we got today were talking interesting stories about them as a live band, uh, kind of sucking is what a lot of people are. Thinking. Yeah, well, yes. so they famously have an album, a live album called "I Heard They Suck Live." Oh really? So they, yeah, they're very like self-aware and self-referential yeah. in their music, which is part yeah. of the reason I love them. But mm-hmm. they are really good live. I mean, it's fast SoCal punk, mm-hmm. so you know what you're getting into when yeah. you go. You yeah, know, for you're, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew nothing about them coming into today. Yeah. I did not know one song from the playlist. I didn't know anything. So it was fun to uh, to learn a little bit. And uh, I I'm gonna let you guys lead the way a little bit because I I found some fun facts, but I yeah I don't know a lot about this band. But uh yeah, so you saw them in '96. Was that you were already into them though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got into them in so I that '96. I was like a f- sophomore in high school, so I probably got into them around like seventh or eighth grade. So it took me a few years to go to see them, and then uh yeah, I loved it. I was right in that you know. I was right in the zone of punk rock and mm. like them Pennywise um, were my two favorite punk men. I saw them. They played back to back at that okay. show. And so it was really, really fun. Like we drove, it was like the first time I ever drove to a show with friends oh, that's by great. myself. Yeah. So the whole experience was just amazing. We were just like, can't we believe you're doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was really cool. Like that was a cool festival too. Like there was skateboarding and just a bunch of bands. I didn't know uh, people getting their tongues pierced. Oh, <laughs> you know, without parental supervision. <laughs> uh, we should start doing that at our shows. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing tats and tongue piercing. That was the big tongue piercing era. <laughs> Um, and Andy has a gauge in his tongue. He cannot eat. <laughs> it's way no, too big. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> he puts food in and just goes yeah. straight through. I, I <laughs> like a fucking Somebody like has a to skeleton. mother bird me like, every meal. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I've only seen them once. So uh, 
the thing is, is that I kind of grew out of that. Not grew out of, but now I listen to No Effects more than like for nostalgia mm-hmm. than anything else. Like I'm not really trying to go to a all out hardcore punk show nowadays. Yeah, and that's just me getting older. Mm-hmm. Sure, I still love to listen to them, but you're not trying to mosh around. These I was days. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, what would I do at 42 years old if I went to a No Effects show? <laughs> would it still be like? People my age, or would there be like a younger generation yeah, of punk yeah. fans? I, like, I don't know what it would be like. <laughs> that will be funny when like punk, like hardcore, like metal and punk fans are like seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean sure. the band has already got to be. Yeah, they've got to be like in their mid fifties yeah. now because they started, I believe, in like the early eighties. Like they were one of the like the first LA. I mean, I, I don't know about first, but definitely. In the punk scene in L.A., they were, you know, I would say trailblazers. Maybe. I mean, it's crazy how long they've been around because, yeah, they have, yeah. They have like 14 albums. They have and like so something. many they albums. Have just an insane discography that obviously we don't have time to cover all of today. But I was just looking through. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, re- I distinctly remember, I think I had the CD of Punk and Drublick, I that's think. What, that's um, the most that was like the big one. I one. Yeah. And I, I don't think I ever listened to much beyond that. But I remember, like, thinking that was like, the coolest album title of all time. Oh, yeah. the wordplay is just yeah. amazing. Wait, sorry, what was the name of the uh, Punk and Drublick. Punk and Drublick. Oh, no, that's just fucking good. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so <laughs> right. That's just a good time. Um, I I was I was worried about t- uh, talking about this band too much before I read anything. So I always look up uh, controversy. And uh, did you see the their like? They got there was like a little bit of backlash against them a few years ago. Yeah, they made a comment about the Vegas shooting in Vegas. Oh, that I forgot about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. been a few controversies. So that yeah, one, cause th- so their their fan that with their comment uh, about the Vegas thing, which is truly it fucked bad. up. It's, it's, it's really kind of indefensible. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Which yeah. is like he's like at least they were country fans. Right. Is that what it was? Right. Yeah. Which is so fucked. It's That's so, so fucked. brutted. That's pretty no effectsy if you know the history yeah. of the yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they truly don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. But then I think they came out and were like, "Hey, we're really sorry about that one. Yeah. That was yeah, not cool yeah. at all." Yeah, they got like um, taken off a festival and they lost like uh, yeah, they lost like they had a beer like a mm-hmm. punk and drublick beer like an ipa that like a microbrewery started making oh shit and i had one one time and it was delicious it was oh, great nice. and then they <laughs> completely lost the sponsorship after those oh, comments because yeah. it was like i think pretty fresh off the heat like there was really no uh uh grace period between yeah. those comments <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah, 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 it yeah. was like the next show in vegas was them oh god uh, today's pc culture you can't make fun of a yeah, <laughs> huge tragedy months later. And it, it wasn't even like it was like a one line like <laughs> right, off the right. cuff like they said a lot of things like <laughs> he says after ripping through 72 virgins no effects went into comedy mode and for him to or in uh, uh, quotation marks, uh, Fat Mike announced, uh, we played a song about Muslims and we didn't get shot. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oof, hey, this yeah, is, yeah. yeah. There you yeah, this should really shut bad. up. Yeah, but you but you're defending all this shit. Um, <laughs> J.K. J.K. So I was reading the I, I read that part earlier, but I was I thought this was an article about something else, and it was like some it was some other. Uh, some other shit they've said, but I guess they this is stuff they didn't get canceled for. Where yeah. they're like, they tell the joke, "How do you get a gay guy to screw a girl?" 
shit in her vagina, right? Which is like the sort of thing a good joke. Tommy I mean. would laugh at, but <laughs> oh it's like God. not for me. It at is all. definitely not. If you know Tommy, he's certainly not uh, on the verge of vomiting and <laughs> hearing something like that. <laughs> I uh, Zach Amigo told me a story about um, Fat Mike, who's like the bassist lead singer. Mm-hmm. Um, who I believe is now trans. Or is that right? Yeah, I was reading about that. Yeah, I think he he's queer and he is a cross-dresser, is what he said. I right. think those are his uh, words. Yeah. Um, but has never been one to hold back with uh, speech like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Told me, Zach Amigo told me that, and apparently this is on film somewhere, that Fat Mike uh, brought a camera, like a camera guy backstage with him and just uh pissed in a bunch of like shot glasses yes and then brought them out to like a festival crowd and was like who wants tequila shots oh my god somebody just people being like downing them being like yeah rock and roll so i have to jump ahead now so we do a segment where we go to the peanut gallery uh we don't we're just gonna read a quick comment because somebody did mention that in the the comments um i gotta find the exact thing here all right. Well, I mean, you get yeah. Here we go. Um, oh, there's a couple of comments that touched <laughs> upon this actually. Uh, Raymond Cantil said, uh, "If you're from the West Coast, this band was an inescapable part of growing up, especially <laughs> at the skate park. Not my cup of pee, but maybe Tommy <laughs> likes them. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I wish I could find the other one. Damn it! There's so we got a lot of comments on this one, so this is gonna Hell be yeah. a good time. Were you a skater, Andy? I tried. I was like, I thought the scene was cool. I was actually a rollerblader. Yeah, an aggressive rollerblader. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think one of the uh, ways that no effects came on my radar was because of skate tapes and like r- like rollerblading and skate tapes, uh, like them, Sublime, Pennywise yeah, yeah. were big soundtracks to aggressive inline skating. And I have to clarify, you're not talking about the clown, right? Pennywise? <laughs> no. I get scared every time you say. Yeah, it. Every time you say, it, it's freaking, you're freaking us out, man. We don't SoCal like- punk rock, <laughs> Pennywise. Uh, damn it, I'm sure, well, I'll probably find this later. Maybe they deleted it. Um, anyway, or maybe Tommy got in their pockets. <laughs> um, There's a really cool, um, kind of documentary show that they did in like 2006 or eight-ish in that era where they basically just, you know, have camera crew follow them around, but they're in like South Korea oh, wow. touring. Oh, shit. Um, that's the thing. They're such a huge like cult band. Like they, you know, tour all over the world internationally mm-hmm. and, they're notoriously famous for you know partying, and in South Korea the drug laws are like insanely yeah. strict. It's oh, like yeah. if you're found with drugs on you, it's like a life sentence you're or something. Dead. You know, yeah. like and they uh, find this like I guess whatever this uh, like Korean equivalent of cocaine. It's like a blue powder. Yeah, and they're like, "That's a life sentence right there." The people around them are like, "That's a life sentence." And they're like, "Let's do it." It's oh great. Yeah. So oh, like, shit. They don't hold back. Yeah, you know. I also might be completely wrong on these things. No, I, hey, we're taking your word as gospel, <laughs> brother. That's insane, man. I was in Mexico this this weekend, and it was like, I like obviously there's some like relaxed shit there too, but like I was the whole time I was like, I'm gonna fucking get busted for something and end up in jail in a, country, a foreign country forever and i wasn't doing anything but i've heard fucked up, they, but. you can get shit planted on you pretty easily oh like, really just so they so they can get bribed 
Interesting. Yeah, Dan Shackey yeah. told me that. Hilarious comedian oh, told me that yeah, one time. Yeah, he was Dan like, Shackey. We love yeah, Dan they Shackey. basically just uh, patted me down one time and were like, so is this your drugs? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he was oh, like, oh, shit. this is a bribe. Yeah. yeah. And Damn. then they were like, he gave them some money and they went away. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Dude, really quickly, I just want to touch upon it because I just remembered this. I tweeted about it earlier and it's true. So I was in Mexico trying to get out uh, some some pesos because I, I just had American money on me and I we needed uh, we needed some cash. And I the I was using the ATM. It's the longest ATM line I've ever fucking been in. It was like thirty minutes long. And I was like, why is this taking so long? And then I got up there and this the ATM it was so confusing. Like there were so many different things you had to click just to do simple things. Right. I ended up fucking tipping the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> like the last screen was like, uh, "Do you want to donate?" Or like, "Do you want to do you want to donate to the ATM to the bank?" <laughs> it's like, Fuck, why would I want to donate to the bank? But I didn't understand what it was saying. I was just trying to click through because the line was so long. Sure. And I thought it was asking me what denominations I wanted my money in. And I was like, these are these seem like kind of weird denominations, but whatever. I'll take uh, twenty five. I, I gave it a fucking dollar, like fifty. Uh, fucking that's uh, so funny. American. <laughs> Did you enjoy your pissed. experience with the ATM today? If so, why don't you show a little love? Yeah, come on. Hey, this ATM doesn't it doesn't make its full wages without <laughs> <laughs> tips. That's actually. I mean, that's pretty genius. Of in like a tourist country, yeah, you're like yeah. the tourists will never figure this out. It just. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the, when I, cause <laughs> then it was like on the last screen, it was like, you've donated this. Like you can start over it. And the line was so long. I was like, fuck it. Just yeah. take the fucking dollar, whatever. <laughs> but it was, it felt so stupid. Why was the line so long? Where were you? I think is it, uh, I was in this, uh, I can't remember the name of the town. It was like two hours. ATM outside of city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all the people are actually ATMs. And, uh, <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, it was this town two hours. It was like a very touristy, Gotcha. Town outside, like not that touristy, but like there was like a main street. It was beautiful. I wish I could remember the name of this fucking town, but uh, that I was there for cleans a up. Yeah, it probably does. I mean, it was mostly people who lived there. It looked like yeah. using the ATM. I think it was just a. It was like a very central, like downtown ATM, and right. in, in the middle of like a busy like lunch hours, so, and it was like in the middle of this big, not like kind of like an outdoor cafeteria sort of thing, yeah. and. Uh, I think people were just yeah it was but it was also just a slow ass ATM it doesn't matter but um, I don't hate it yeah it was it was a pain in the ass but it, you know it was very beautiful in uh, in Mexico and the beers were only two dollars which was oh. pretty sick um, anyways uh, let's get back into NoFX what was I talking about that got me into that the, before I went on my big pissed off oh, oh I was talking about the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the t- yeah I was talking about drugs in Mexico or like getting like stuck in Mexico but anyway it was very it was very stupid yeah um, we should go ahead and play a song for the people Jared I, I want to play one song and then get to Jared's thing because I think it's going to be he was quick to <laughs> jump on this one this is definitely a band one. he would have thoughts on yes yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead I and see hear I could positive but we'll see I don't think it's going to be okay. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be Who's very negative. Uh, oh, you will find out. All right. Uh, <laughs> from the Comedy Attic. Jared yeah, he's Thompson. the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, And Indiana. he's the Riddler in the new Batman movie. That's true. Okay, That's cool. Um, all right, let's see. <laughs> let's hear some of Linoleum. Linoleum. <laughs> 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Brings you back to a certain place in time. <laughs> so that's the big song. That's yeah. like their number one. Yeah, that's like the first track on Punk and Drublick. Um and it does I mean I still hold it still holds up for me. It's like, a fucking great song. Yeah, I listened to that fun. probably ten times today and it's so good. Yeah, like that I think a fun one. I think they're kind of done with it. Uh, <laughs> it I think seems that like, there was yeah. literally like the I saw an article that was like they threw a Viking funeral for this song. Well, they have a, oh, yeah, Linoleum. They put on their newest their new album, which is just kind of like it's yeah the same chords and the same melody, but just kind of talking about the song. It's good. See, but, they're uh, such a fun band. Yeah, like they are sure. really good with shit like that. Yeah. But Linoleum is just like lives up to like if this is the one song you hear from this band, it's like it is so good. Yeah. It lives up to the hype. It's so, so good. The ones I sent you, I tried to. I was like, well, there's a little harder in ribbed, which is a little earlier. It's a little heavier. But then, like, I don't know how you guys go through the songs, but I wanted to say like, there's like, please play the song on the radio. Is like it's. Yeah, a pretty meta song. It's genuinely yeah, funny, yeah. I think. Yeah, let's oh, play that yeah, one. Like, yeah, they yeah. have a really yeah, great we'll sense of humor yeah. Yeah, within I, their music. Like, I liked that song a like, lot. Like, it's very clever. Yeah. It's yeah, also it's super funny. clever. Whenever bands do this, uh, so let's set this up a little bit. Um, it's Please Play This Song on the Radio, and it's a song where they're kind of mocking radio yeah. play songs, and then they, they make a song that could be played on the radio, but they're just... I, I mean, we'll show it to people, but uh, I ended up... I did like this. was probably my favorite song on the playlist. <laughs> I liked this in Linoleum the most. This is like its own genre. I feel like yeah. so many bands have like a, what well, you want us to write a hit song? Fuck yeah. you. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Here's a hit song. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's Please Play This Song on the Radio. Just 
obviously very tongue in cheek. I love yeah. that every song or every uh, line is a rim. Yes. Or, <laughs> and then a rim shot happens. Like yeah. it's everything he says happens. Well thought out. It's yeah. really kind of clever. Yeah. All the way through. I do yeah. like that a lot too. Yeah, that's a fun, fun song. Um, I had a great time listening to that, and I, and I did like it. It sounded cool. Yeah, it's actually. <laughs> um, I like they, the <laughs> I'm a sucker for a radio song. Um, yeah, that uh, that's that's good shit. All right, let's go. So I, the reason that I'm keyed up for Jared's uh, Jared's thoughts on this is that uh, our friend of the show, Melinda Kashner. Wrote that she was conflicted because she know she knew how much uh, Jared hated them. So oh, no, I feel so. What you should know is Jared is our uh, friend and foe of the podcast. He's the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, and uh, yeah, he is our. He's a snob. He hates. Uh, <laughs> he hates a lot of the music that we play on this show. Um, and so we <laughs> like to get his thoughts as kind of like the backlash against. Uh, you know. Instead of just making it a fun fest, you, you don't get to come on here unscathed. That's okay. <laughs> I do feel like people there love or hate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got an argument with Graham K over the summer. He was like, they're not even a punk band. And Ooh, I was like, what are you talking what about? What the hell? Damn. That tall Canadian fuck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Propaganda. I think they're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Propaganda actually got compared to No Effects a lot in the early days, where it's so much so that Propaganda put like their logo over the NoFX logo. Oh, I think wow. on one of their seven inches. That's oh, so funny. shit. But then they became, John K. Sampson became like one of my favorite bands, the Weaker Dans. I don't know if you oh, know. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we They're like yeah. brilliant and beautiful. Um, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, have, we talked about the, have we talked about the Weaker Dans? I mean, no. But, no uh, oh. Yeah, good band. Um, all right. Let's... Uh, so this is uh we have a voicemail from Jared. So I like I said, can't <laughs> wait to hear his thoughts. Jeez. Here they are. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are gonna have a guest on doing what I assume is an appreciation um episode of No Effects. I, I don't believe that they're like universally hated in any way. I mean, obviously there are people and I ran in this circle who looked down on them and thought that they were bad, but I think that sort of, you know, this bird's eye view of like 25 or so years later, I don't think that they're considered bad. But- what the hell? Oh, it's because he sent me a fucking, sorry. Ah, damn it. He sent it to me. I like what he's saying so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just sort of like, I never really met a no effects fan that wasn't just sort of like a lazy, and that's a bad, that's not the oh, God right word to use, but like someone that just didn't, dig deep enough to see that there were just other bands in that time frame that were just much better doing very similar things to what they were doing. I think that in that time frame, even though I know that no effects was on fat records and not on epitaph, I think that sort of both labels kind of got this stigma that like, like my friends and I used to always say that they were all the same band, like the offspring and lag wagon and, you know, all the bands from those labels, bad religion. It just, they just changed out the singer. It was like the same music, but they just changed out the singer. And obviously there's, there's differences, especially anyone that ever listened to any of those bands sort of up close would certainly laugh at that and say, that's not true. But that was sort of like the peg that we gave it. And because there were, 
and you know, some of this is I was a kid. So, you know, your, your views when you're 15, 16, 17 years old, like are pretty stupid most of the time. So like, I was probably wrong that the bands that were like more underground were better, but like, I guess I mainly liked bands that just didn't have as much like pr- production. Like it seemed like that, that no effects and bands on those labels just sort of were a little bit glossier. And I know that's probably sounds stupid to someone who listened to even more mall punk than no effects who, you know, obviously not long after this, there were a lot of bands that were like, you know, like good Charlotte or whatever, who like probably had like, you know, thousand 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 dollar budgets way over what no effects did but anyway just musically i just think it sucks that's it i mean it's it's not a big deal never listen to it then or now so anyway i'll talk to you guys later thanks (laughs) you came through at the end yeah it was like i was prepared for way worse oh yeah we oversold that thanks a lot melinda um yeah what do you think about that that's pretty accurate. I was a little surprised that he thinks that they're overproduced. I think they're one of the bands who I think early on was just like totally DIY, mm-hmm. you know, and came up like putting on shows, playing shows wherever. Um, but that's why I actually gave you a couple songs off Ribbed, which I'm like, well, this is really kind of gritty. And yeah, he's probably right that once they started getting a little older, they started maybe layering guitars more and mm-hmm. maybe you know had an engineer who was like hey we can make this sound a little nicer <laughs> yeah um but you can't fault a band for wanting to sound as good as possible i mean that's not very punk i guess yeah but mm. i don't know man i do that's think he's right with the so wait, like, listen it is i think he said appreciation is what i yeah have for it i don't know if i mean it's i so we do two different types of episodes on this show uh Ones where we are appreciating an underrated band okay. and ones where we're just defending a band that is somewhat I wouldn't say universally hated because we just did an episode about Celine Dion. Yeah. She's no longer she's not not really somebody who's universally hated, but no. people will make fun of you for listening oh, yeah. to Celine Dion. For sure. You know what I mean? So she fits in the other category. But then we'll do a band like Jawbreaker where they yeah. are just underappreciated. Right. People right. don't really talk about them or maybe know about them. I think no effects skates between both. Yeah. Like they're it's hated tricky. but appreciated. Yeah. yeah, it's tricky. Um yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't know exactly I, we don't really have to classify it either way. Yeah, we like I said, appreciation really nostalgia is a word that keeps coming out to me. It's like yeah. I love all those songs from when Jared was talking about, like I was mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. But uh and this is probably not being a very good uh defender. I haven't listened to like any of their last like ten new albums. Sure, you know sure, what I mean. Sure. Like they do crank them out, mm. and they are very similar to one another. <laughs> but like I haven't, I probably haven't even listened to anything they've released after the year two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so like the they future? do keep just plugging away though. But I mean, yeah, they put an album out last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy, crazy. Uh, all right. Well, should we listen to some more music here? Yeah. What, should we, what should we hear next? Uh, we listen to. We've let's switch to, it up. Let's go to Rib. Those were right. we went to. So we got. That is was, that is that Green Corn? Yeah, Green there? Corn. Our song so corn. nice. You put it on your playlist twice. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, Came up again. <laughs> all right. Let's hear Green Corn. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, these these songs are all pretty fucking good. Yeah, like, I, I didn't really. I'm trying to think if I had a problem with it. I I didn't have a ton of time to spend with this playlist, but uh, I mean, that's it good. flew by. I yeah, mean, they're all all the songs are fucking super quick. Yeah, they're and, quick. Uh, it's fast SoCal like punk, and you can see, like, yeah, I think they're underrated. Musically, mm-hmm. like they are good musicians. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're, it's it's clean mm-hmm. like riffs, and I love their tempo changes. Yeah, which is fun. Which is like brings me back to like yeah, like floor punching hardcore sometimes where you just stop and have a slower tempo change. Like that's great. That's mm-hmm. fun. And yeah, we I can't hate on Backy. There are a lot of oohs and ahs. Now that, like, like I pointed <laughs> out. Like, um. By the way, I was just looking at some uh, some fun facts about this band, and I want to read a couple. Uh, and also, I want to know, I want to see if you know the answers to some of these. Oh, um, all right. Let's see here. Where was it? I'm bad it, at was, uh, it was where. Uh, what's it? Fat Mike got his name? Uh, how, where did Fat Mike get his nickname? Don't know. Uh, he got his nickname because in his college days he kept getting fatter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This All right. Sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to know any of these trivia questions. Uh, this isn't a trivia question, but uh, just I just like that they did this at Warp Tour '98 in Houston, oh, Texas. <laughs> What's that? I just missed it. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you would have liked to be at this one too. Okay. Because uh, no, no effects thought they sucked, so they threw five thousand dollars in ones back into the audience. Whoa! <laughs> See what kind of giving. <laughs> Band this I should have done that at my show last night. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, me Five too, large. Oh, that uh, wasn't my fault. That's cool. <laughs> hey, same it never is. I almost po- I almost popped by your show last night, and I was Ooh, too de- hang, I was too show. depressed after the show that I had just had. <laughs> yeah, I might be bad at comedy ever since I went to Mexico. <laughs> it changed me. <laughs> Something in the water. <laughs> um, let's see here. Is there any? Oh, do you know what two channels that uh, no effects? It's the, it says. No effects only has music videos on two channels. Do you know what they are? Uh, it's not MTV. Nope. I actually. Uh, I don't. Well, I know is it they MTV partially two or wrong. something. Oh, okay. It's it is a subsidiary. MTV I was going to say VH1? there's no way you're going to guess this. So I'll just give it to you. It's MTV South America. Oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, I, was there a South by Southwest? Cha- <laughs> South by Southwest channel. No, and the other one is Canadian. Okay. Yeah, they were famous. Like we will make music. It's not videos. MTV Canadian, by the way. Right, I'm right. saying it's a not channel. MTV Canada. Do you know the Do you know the Canadian uh, channel that it would be on? No, it's Much Music. I, much I used music. to watch Much Music. I don't know if anybody else did. We had for some reason we had that on our cable package. That's weird. Yeah, yeah they didn't want to ever be on MTV. They just did not want to go that route. Well, they were. Yeah, they were like the only band of that like grouping that I feel like. I think I read something that they were the only ones that never signed like one of the four major labels, right, you know, right. um, like Offspring or anything. But like I that. never saw outside of Offspring. I never saw punk, quote unquote, on MTV. Mm-hmm. Or at least I'm a little older than you guys. Not that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. Punk was never in the rotation. <laughs> Offspring was for sure. Yeah, definitely. they ever play Rancid or something like that? Maybe on there? Rancid. I don't know. I, this and was Blink. before my time. I didn't Blink get MTV sure. big, until big I was. MTV I didn't get MTV till I was uh, till maybe two thousand three or something Jesus, like that. That was like my family and the internet. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I mean, we same here. I don't know why we just didn't have cable for a long. I remember when we got it, that was fucking hyped. I could finally watch a road. I will. I, I should have. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever done Blink One Eighty Two, but that's like we I love um, those first two albums. That's what we did. We did the early Blink Cheshire Cat and Dude yeah. Ranch. Mm-hmm. I had Cheshire Cat when they were still Blink, and before they had the like copyright. Some, oh shit! Some English band was like, "Hey, we're already Blink." Damn. And then they had oh, to damn. attach the One Eighty Two on it. Collector's um, item. <laughs> yeah, right. You should Brand sell it. Change our name to uh, Band Splain One Eighty Two. All right, let's hear another song. Um, one second here. All right, do you, should we hear the other one from this album, or do you want to? Yeah, the, well, this around? one is uh, a great kind of fast punk song, but mm-hmm. then it also showcases their humor at the end because they just do this like doo-woppy thing. So I don't know how you want to. Maybe maybe I'll jump play a little at the beginning because yeah, yeah. the That's end is I'll really do. fun. Yeah, I'll do that. So this song is called New Boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. Silly, silly band, which is something I love about them. <laughs> New boobs. <laughs> My friend, uh, when he was very drunk, said that to uh, another friend at a party <laughs> who had gotten new boobs, and it was what? a very problem. It was a big problem. I don't want to go any deeper into, the, into it than right. that. Reveal <laughs> on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, eh, new boobs. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, it ruined uh, the whole night. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, anyway. Oh, this is Bobby Condon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No boo. <laughs> that didn't sound like him at all. Um, a I little like bit. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's hear. Um, let's go ahead and hear Sold Out next. Oh, this is that. just. This is now just a great, great, good you song. A song about my show list? And <laughs> what a clever wordplay they have. Soul doubt. No, soul doubt. D-O-U-B-T. Which is about my show last night. <laughs> it gave me doubt in my soul. All right, here we go.
out. There it is. They do, yeah. They are clean. Maybe mm. that's what Jared was getting at. Like, right? I think because right. they are. It's not overproduced, but they like they play clean riffs. Yeah, and maybe it that's sounds it. smooth. At least mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. But that's just so. good punk rock. There you go. It's not as stripped down punk rock that like he was talking about. I get that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's what I like. Hey, I feel it, brother. I I enjoyed it. Uh, we got one song left here. Let's let's get to it because we got we got a lot of comments from the Peanut Gallery. Oh, and I want to I want to include these people. So let's hear it. This last song is called Bob. It, this oh. is about our friend Bobby Condon. <laughs> <laughs> Spent fifteen years getting loaded. Fifteen years till his liver exploded. Now it's Bob gonna do now that he can't drink. That's a fun show. That's a fun song. I totally forgot that show. their lead guitar, El Jefe, will just get, pull out the trumpet at yeah, a certain yeah. point. They can jump music genres with yeah. no problem. Yeah. No, that, was, uh, that song's cool. And it does remind me of our friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a, a problem. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is a solid R. playlist R. you put together. All right. <laughs> no effects, no effects. <laughs> it was hard to narrow it down. <laughs> Uh, no, this is a great playlist. We're not going to rate it just yet, but okay. uh, before we do that, we do. It's time to go to the peanut gallery. Like Let's I go. Said, they sent us a lot of shit, which I appreciate, uh, and we did. So I posted on the Patreon a little late, and we still got. Um, oh wait, what the hell? This my my email just freaked out. Uh, all right, well I'll just go to the Patreon manually. Give me a second here. And if you're listening and you're not on the Patreon, go to it manually now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> pay up. Get on there. <laughs> pay up. Pay your measly Give us some. a measly ass $3 a month. Your measly and, uh, ass. <laughs> you got the measles ass. <laughs> Pop goes the measles. That's what I say when you subscribe. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. So I posted on the Patreon where you get your comments guaranteed to be read, and people were quick to jump on it. I appreciate oh that. Uh, Matthew Potter says, um, a staple of the Tony Hawk franchise, and that's all I really yep. know. Well, I also know Tommy's love for American <laughs> youth, but that's a given. That's great. Um, well, that's what I'm remembering. That's what is nostalgic. That's my youth. Yeah. Youth of today. Rollerblading through the streets. Rollerblading. <laughs> Um. Yeah. When I, it's funny, I was thinking about Tony Hawk when I was listening to this, but I was like, I can't. I don't. I couldn't pinpoint a song. It just reminded me of songs I had heard in it. But that, there you go. 
Um, Jason Acosta writes, easily one of the worst live bands I've ever seen. <laughs> Unironically, they have a live album called I Heard They Suck Live. Weird go. side story. In the afternoon of a tour stop in El Paso, my friends flagged down their bus and got them to go see the movie Broken Arrow before what? the show. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> um, John Hudelmeyer says, my wife has literally one rule for me in our marriage, and that's that I can't listen to no effects before bed. <laughs> <laughs> All because one time I was watching some live clips on YouTube and wouldn't shut up after she came in to go to bed. <laughs> that is funny. I love great. it. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. This is a long one. Jason Jeansom says, I posted this on Twitter. Okay. So we also got this on the Twitter probably. Uh, I went to the Warp Tour anniversary show in 2019 and NoFX was the headliner. Yeah. It kept pushing back the times all day, which was weird until uh, it was time for NoFX to play. The stage manager came on stage and said that NoFX flight had been canceled. So they spent all day trying to get them to the show and eventually got them a private plane and police escort so they could get in before the noise ordinance ended the show. While we waited, they got bands who were there to come on stage and do NoFX covers, so we got to see the used Goldfinger, the starting line, and some 41 do NoFX covers. It was an amazing, unforgettable moment of bands coming together. So we see the police lights, and NoFX shows up and gets on stage with 30 minutes to play before the noise ordinance in a uh, made-for-TV-like moment. However, it turns out they got drunk on the plane and played like absolute <laughs> shit. Mike's voice was shot and the band couldn't hear each other and were off the whole time. So it was an amazing moment of built-up anticipa- anticipation that they uh, completely whiffed. That's incredible. It's hysterical. Yeah, that's a great story, out. Jason. That's very funny. Uh, last one on the Patreon here is Ali McElwee says, uh, was very into Franco Un-American as an eighth grader. Their manager was an early investor in the meat company slash restaurant I worked for in San Francisco. Should I be sharing this? I don't what know. The hell? <laughs> right? But cool guy. All right. Uh, that's cool. Uh, did we get any others on the Twitter? Besides yeah, we got that? a bunch uh, on the Twitter. Um, I'm kind of mad that he posted that to the Patreon because I wanted to read that. But <laughs> <laughs> damn, I was really gonna put some flair on it. Too. <laughs> I, I couldn't have given less of a shit. Oh, look at this. We got six orders on the. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's great. Okay, uh, the Rebel Romper. On the shirts. Um, so you know that new sound you were looking for? Said Tommy's favorite NoFX song is probably See Her Pee. <laughs> there we go. Austin, yep. uh, type row negative, said, I also had a war on errorism shirt that had George W. Bush in clown makeup that I wore a lot in middle school. And I remember a kid breaking into tears and yelling at me for wearing a shirt that was disrespectful to the president. <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Austin also <laughs> said, even when they're drunk or high, they still manage to be a good live band. Uh-huh. I still throw on so long, and thanks for all the shoes every so often, and it's a great album. Uh, John Rosenberger said, for my money, The Decline is the only 18-minute, 21-second-long song. I'll sit all the way through. <laughs> Brian Breslau said, I'm technically not a comedian, but I thought you guys would have pulled me out of the minors for the NoFX episode. I play in a NoFX cover band. Wow, so FX. This is too close to home. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, Brian, you probably hated this episode because we don't yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah sorry, Brian. <laughs> sorry, Brian. Sorry, bud. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, the Twitter. All right. We got some on the Facebook. We don't have time to get to all of them. To get them guaranteed to be read, get on the old Patreon, baby. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Jeff Rickles writes, Fat Mike allegedly make, made his dr- fans drink his piss. Hopefully Tommy was there. <laughs> uh, Tyler Ross said, They made my favorite band quit Warp Tour because they made fun of them for being Christian. Damn. It was uh, under oath, uh, apparently. <laughs> 
Joe Bates says, high school me will tell you it took too long to talk about the greatest band next to Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. And then he said, some would say their Tegan and Sarah song does not hold up. I don't know that song. Um, Let's see. Zach Deach says, uh, probably my favorite band and seeing them live is genuinely horrible 50% of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cass Smiley says the best worst band around. One of the uh, funniest bunch of moran mor- morons. I love them. I, yeah, <laughs> these all pretty sum them You'll up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, like best worst band. Yeah. Either um, drunk or really good live, but clever and smart, but also morons. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Jason Staples says so long and thanks for all the shoes. Is such a great record. One of my favorites. Punkin' Drublick was inescapable when I was in high school. The decline is still a jam. Um, Dan Mendenhall says, Fat Mike's public persona is incredibly cringy, but no effects literally changed my life. Ooh. They opened up a world of punk I didn't know existed, not even uh, just stuff on Fat Records. I wouldn't have uh, heard MDC, JFA, or Reagan Youth without them. Anyone who doesn't, who hasn't read The Hepatitis Bathtub definitely should. It is great. Even if you're not into the band, it's got some harrowing stories of drug addiction, side-by-side stories about the first time Mike drank pee. All right. Yeah. A lot of pee drinking. It's a great one. autobiography. It really is good. Mm. Just um, a good read if you like musical stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'll read I'll read maybe one more here. Um, let's see. Uh, what do I want to... Let's see. Uh, David Rader says they made a hard pivot to being political guys during the Bush years, and I am ashamed to admit that I uh, that the war on errorism helped shape my worldview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they love right. wordplay, don't they? <laughs> they yep, don't, yep, they yep, yep, don't they, folks? Um, all right. Uh, oh, also, Mary Houlihan dropped uh, a link here, so get on the get on here. I don't. It's a new. It looks like it's a New Yorker. Uh, I can't. Well, let me click on it, but. You, you guys can find it yourself on my Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> we love Mary, uh, don't we, folks? Yeah, we love, we love Mary, don't we, folks? Uh, all right, get on uh, get on the Patreon, though, to have your thoughts guaranteed to be read. This brings us to the final segment of the show, which is where we uh, rate the playlist, except first, you get to give us your final thoughts on no effects, Andy. What do you got? Final thoughts on no effects. Well, yes, I uh, from hearing the comments, there's obviously uh, some people who are a lot more hardcore than I am, and admittedly i do not know a lot of the contemporary or even mid contemporary stuff from the band <laughs> um there were some albums that people reference in there that i've never even heard of before but uh final thoughts yeah like i said it's super nostalgic for me it's a band i'll go a few months without listening to and then i'll put them on and i immediately am in a good mood and it brings me right back to high school and it was just a happy time for me, because I was like right on the cusp of having a little bit of freedom. Like I just got my license, yeah, and I was able to go to like these great punk rock shows where it really was like, you know, it was pure and it was fun, and you were with your friends, and there was nothing else going on, and it was a really cool time for me. So, no effects to me will always remind me of that. So, musically, I still think they're great. Uh, they are fun, they're silly, but they also have some some lyrics with a little bit of heft behind them too. And uh, yeah, can they uh, shit the bed live? Obviously, from <laughs> half the people who have ever seen them. Uh, maybe I'll go see them in my in my forties, just oh, yeah. to have it circle back and uh, bookend maybe my teen experience with them. But 
Here's what I think. I think you roller blade into the pit. I think I roller blade <laughs> into the pit and just start fucking dudes up. Uh, well, this was a great playlist you put together, and it's uh, it's tough to rate it because uh, I I really had no complaints. Uh, if anything, it's just that maybe I wouldn't. A couple of the songs I would listen to again. It was it was fun. Um, it's hard to narrow it down to six. Yeah, but no, I think you did a great job with it. Nice. I'm going to go with a solid uh, five out of six. I Ooh. had a great time with it. It was fun. Uh, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, it'll be over in 10 minutes. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't need that much. That was my favorite part. <laughs> it was so easy to listen to. It was fun. I listened to uh, one of the six ways to uh, listen to music, which is that I was working out, and it, was, it flew by. <laughs> when Tommy said it to me, on Spotify, I opened up. I was doing dishes. I had like last night's dinner and maybe one other thing, and so it was maybe like four plates. The playlist was over before. I <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. These six songs are shorter than that one song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, I was actually going to say five out of six myself. So uh, all right, I think fucking linoleum is a true banger and I, I really enjoyed all the other ones this is a band that i'm definitely not an authority on and don't know a lot about but i really enjoy it yeah yeah having, having known nothing about them before today i was like oh this is fun yeah um, those three albums i absolutely like white trash two heaps and a bean punk and drublick and ribbed i'm just like stop start yeah. to finish great yeah baby uh so you get to rate the playlist as well by the way uh, i give six it, well i mean i made it but yeah i all right i'll give it a five out of six too because there was <laughs> stuff that i would have I was trying to give you guys a variety and give you a little uh, of their humor stuff, too. So that's not necessarily my top six favorite sure. songs by then. All right, fair enough. So I could wow. have given you a six out of sixer, but... This is a shocker. Fives um, across the fives, board. Is that the first time we've ever oh, had all fives? Uh, I'm yeah. sure we've all like agreed before, but uh, all fives is a rare one. Uh, all fives. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I have something very odd with the number five, five, five. There we go. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mystical yeah. number for me. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. I just like see it every day. It's my number that, that I see. Weird as hell, man. Isn't that crazy? Is spooking me out, man. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, uh, b- before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm shooting a special March 18th. Yes. Friday. Yes. Right here in New York City, it's uh, two shows at New York Comedy Club on Fourth yeah. Street, uh, eight and ten thirty. So uh, if you guys uh, would come pack that out, I would love to talk punk and any music uh, with some with some fans of the show. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, NewYorkComedyClub.com so for tickets. If you use the uh, promo code Andy, uh, there's discounted tickets. And if you follow all my socials at Andy Fiore, you'll see all the posts and stuff like that. But hell yeah, really a fun time. I could do this for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have you back to talk uh, Ween. Yeah, yeah, for man. sure. Absolutely. Fun. We might have to do that, be a double guesser, because a uh, friend of the show, Brett Arnold, is an insane oh, Ween yeah. fan, too. I think he's, he sees them like every time crazy they're in catalog, yeah. too. Yeah, the, we might make that a, a two-hander, but oh, yeah. we'll definitely yeah. have you back. That um, would be fun. Um, is there anything you got there, Tommy? Yeah, uh, I mean, just since, since it's uh, it'll be like tonight, uh, come to Tim's podcast, Tim and Mike's podcast yes. at the gutter. I'll be I'll be one of the special guests. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I'm pissed I can't time. be there. Yeah, fuck. That reminds me, I meant to promote this earlier. I'll be I won't be able to be there because I'll be in Kansas City, Yay. Missouri nice. this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. I posted about it on my social media, so you can find the specific uh, details. I'm doing both. Don't tell shows. Uh, I'm doing one on Friday, one Saturday. Don't tell comedy, um, and then uh, I'm doing some other. I'm doing a knucklehead saloon or some shit like that, uh, which I right. think is like a legendary <laughs> venue. Um, or I was lied to. 
So, <laughs> so come to that. That's Thursday. And then uh, my special is coming out on Epics on Friday. So that's, nice. uh, that's the 4th of uh, March. So get get Epics, man. I you got in trouble for soliciting E-Picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ellie Fanning. <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> damn it. Uh, all right. Uh, or, uh, damn it. I fucked it up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, get on, like I said, get on the Patreon. Check out my sister's uh, Etsy shops. Uh, it's, Buy it's, the shirt. Uh, yeah, and get get a shirt. They're they're moving, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my sister's yeah, Etsy shop is like Starlight Craft Studio. Uh, promo code uh, SBYB25 for 25% off. That'll do it for this week. Thanks again, Andy. Thank you, guys. What a great time. We'll see you next week. Uh, Keep it crispy. Bye.